Hey guys, brand new podcast. I know you're going to love this one. So uh, just a little preface, 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 and I'm sure that you don't need this. Uh, this was me and Tom. It is now, right now, Tuesday. And uh, yesterday, Tom and I flew up to San Francisco to collect on our bet with Ari that Joe Rogan paid for and Ari welched on. And, uh, and this is us in the car ride to the airport and the car ride back from the airport. If you don't know who Tom Segura is, then I maybe you should stop listening right now because then you probably also don't know who I am and you are listening to this because you're in some sort of uh, Christian internment camp. I don't know. I'm fucking drunk. I'm not drunk, but I'm actually I'm not drunk at all right now, but I was definitely buzzed this morning. Um, I got Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds coming over tonight to do a podcast. I'm super excited about that. Uh, I've talked about their podcast in my intros before the dollop, but, uh, if you haven't listened to it, check it out. Listen to the Rube. It is a really good one. Uh, what was, was the other podcast I listened to that was really good? You know, I've been binge listening to Hannibal Burris's podcast. I li- I really, it calms me down. Uh, I listen to it at night. It's a great podcast. Um, I like it. I'll say this. So hopefully Hannibal hears this. I love it when fucking Al Jackson's on the podcast. Al Jackson might be one of the most fucking humorous people. I hope to God people look at me in life and go, Alan Bird are similar. Because uh, I just really fucking enjoy him. I did uh, Tom Papa's podcast that this afternoon. We landed. Tom and I did. We finished his podcast. I went right to Tom Papa's house. And I just recorded it with him and Paul Morrissey. And it was such a great fucking podcast. Seamless conversation that was it was fantastic. Um, if you're listening to this right now, I'm assuming the Wilbur is sold out. So thank you so much for everyone who bought tickets. I will see you guys in Boston. We're trying to arrange a, a post party after the show, although it will be late. It should be like fucking midnight. Um, and uh, Buffalo after that. Buffalo and... Let's see if I have any dates that I can rattle off. Uh, Buffalo, Lexington, Kentucky, Comedy Off-Broadway, Parlor Live in Bellevue. Oh, uh, I'm going to London. Uh, I'm going to be in London the 12th of February until the 20th of February. I'm actually thinking about real talk, real talk. I talked to Tom about this. I'm thinking about going to fucking Switzerland and going skiing. Because I'm going to be over there anyway. Switzerland's so amazing. The only problem is it's uh, their skiing is above the tree line. So there's no trees to protect you. You can't just grab onto a tree. So it's like cliffs after that. So maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. But I'm thinking about doing shows in London. I, I should have an email about that in my inbox. But uh, Tom Rhodes. What's this say? Guys, Tom Rhodes is going to be on my podcast. I guess Joe DeRose is going to be on my podcast. Oh, look at this. My wife just... Graham Elwood. Oh, I'm going to be on Graham Elwood's. I'm going to be on Conan on the 24th. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm going to do a show. I think I'm going to, uh, do, I'm going to do a show in London. I'm going to definitely do podcasts. Uh, this guy, Al Murray, I think. Um, I'm going to do Stuart Goldsmith's podcast, I think. Um, Andre Vincent, uh, I think. Uh, Brett Vincent's lining a bunch up. Uh, Glenn Wool, I hope. I did, but none of these have been fucking set in 
stone. So if there's someone that you want to hear on my podcast when I'm in London, I'm thinking about maybe doing a live podcast, maybe like at a small venue so that we could all get together and drink and hang out. Um, oh, Glenn will be a great live podcast guest. You know what? I bet you know what I bet I could do. I could do a live podcast with Glenn Wall and Andre Vincent. You like how I'm thinking this out right now? They're putting sod in my backyard. I've never been happier in my fucking life. So that's my catch up, everybody. That's where I'm at. That's where my head's at. That's a four minute catch up. I'm gonna pour myself a cocktail. I'm gonna light a cigar. I'm hanging with the girls tonight, doing a podcast with Dave and uh, Gareth, and ordering pizza. And I think I'm gonna eat pizza. Uh, I did Dr. Drew's podcast, too. It was a great podcast. I'm all over the map. Anyway, you're going to really love this podcast. I promise you that. And by the way, on the second part, we talk about something that is now literally in the works against a lot of people's better judgment. It includes Daniel Tosh. It includes Tom Segura. And it includes me. I think that's all the people that have committed to it. And now I know Tom Papa's in. So... Anyway, uh, enjoy the podcast. That's it. Uh, today's guest, Tom Segura. This is Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're recording. Grab that other mic. It should be... Oh, maybe it's over here. Yeah. You there? Talking it? Yeah, one, two, three. Um... It really I, is what I got weed for us, by the way. You do? Yeah. You bringing it with you? Yeah. You crazy? What do you mean? Isn't that illegal? It's recreational in this state. <laughs> I don't think it's recreational on planes. I'm, what are you talking about? It's California. <laughs> what is that? Is that what the law is going to be? It is. No, but it's but it's not yet, is it? Yeah, it's recreational. As now. soon as they voted it in, it's recreational for everyone. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't have like. Loose weed. I mean, just have like, you know, products for us. Products. You know, like a vape pen and. Oh, oh okay. Oh, vape pens are fine. Yeah. No, they can't even tell, dude. I travel with somebody. Let's hype, hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. What's up there? Is that where Kim Kardashian lives? No, that's. Oh, that the way. Other one. I like this area. Yeah. It is really fucking crazy to go to your house and know you when you lived in Koreatown. Yeah. Yeah, it's a full. <clears throat> you you guys talk. I don't know when you guys talked about this. I'm sure I don't know when, but there was a time you guys were talking about uh, not setting up your chargers. You're like, our charger had to be across the room, and then one day you were like, wait, we don't have to live like poor people anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy an extension. Cord. Yeah, you can buy an extension cord. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I'm still doing that. Like I don't have a charger by my bed. But that's not so much poverty as like just you get so lazy with your thinking. You yeah, know? like we were just like uh, we were just like that's where the plug is, so that's where you plug in, and like you know you can buy an extension cord. Yeah, but your brain just I think just rests back and goes no, just just walk over there and plug it in every time. Just so I, dumb. I don't I, I I don't have a charger by my bed. I don't have a, I have an alarm. Do you want to hear something fucking insane? And I, we just redid our bedroom. I have an alarm clock that doesn't work next to my bed. And you leave and it And we, right? we, No, we... Dude, we replugged it in. It doesn't work. And I just have never told Leanne it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's set up to plug, charge iPhones. And she just plugged it in again. I was like, motherfucker. I asked Christina what time it is, like five times a day in bed. 
And she's like, will you get a clock? Because the clock's on her side. And it's like the same thing. I can get a clock, but I just go, what time is it? That pits you guys to look like Yoko and John five times a day yeah. in bed. All the time. <laughs> just cuddle up next to Do her. Do you get up in the mornings with her when, when he wakes up? Yeah. Every I used time? To, yeah, every day now. I used to not. I used to um, sleep like an hour more. Oh, I, I still do that. And then now, now I get up. I get up every day now, six thirty. Um, and we do the whole morning routine with him. I still sleep in. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What time do they get up? Well, Leanne gets up at five forty-five. What? Yeah, I know. For them? No, for the dogs. Oh man. The dogs and the cat wake. The cat wakes up at four and starts just going. Okay, the joke I'm telling on stage right now is. That's something about I don't know about cats being like ad- ad- adopting adopting a rescue cat's like uh, adopting a foster teen. Yeah, like they're like, oh, you're not gonna love me. What if I piss all over your couch? And then you're like, oh, I still love you. And they're like, what if I wake up at four in the morning and just and I go, here I am having dreams that I'm in a bat mitzvah and someone's going, are we going to temple? Wait a minute. That was one of your dreams. It was one of my dreams. I remember I could that. never work it into a joke. Yeah. I Isn't that never... the best when you have something that you go, I want to work that into a joke? <sighs> and then five years later, you find the place for it? It's the greatest fucking feeling. Yeah. I've, I've, I think I'm full-blown back into stand-up mode. Are you? Yeah. Like, well, you should be with your schedule. I saw it online. 18 weeks straight. What is wrong with you? Why would you do that? Money. I'm finally making money. So you're just like taking I, it do, off. I, do you feel like this is going to sound so silly? But do you ever feel like there's a um, like there's a finite amount of time where people will be interested in you? Yes. <laughs> like I, I, go, I go, they're gonna get bored. Of course. Especially you start thinking like that when you start selling tickets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because like, then you're dude, like, I was insane. And that's why the greatest compliment. Afterwards, if you meet someone, is they go like, "I can't wait till you come back," and you're like, "Thank you, dude." Can I can I tell you the greatest compliment ever? Is this weekend this guy in San Diego goes, "Next time you come back, I'll I'm coming to see you," and I go, "Thank you," and he goes, "You're not going to be at this club." I go, well, right. "I go, what's the other club?" He goes, "Oh, you'll be at a theater," and I was like, uh, "No, I won't." I was like, "I'll probably be back at this club," but like that's the that's the ultimate yeah it's a very nice thing to say like when they think they think you're blowing up and you're like no i, I appreciate it that uh but that- the other thing is too to be i mean that is a, a nice thing of people for people to say is the whole idea that sometimes they don't realize how much more fun a club can be than a theater you know even though i, I mean i realize what the compliment is it's yeah. that like oh you're, you know more people do you like to i i would always imagine you'd enjoy theaters more than clubs uh yeah i, I enjoy it but i mean but but there's there's still an like the fun part of that closeness. Yeah. It's not like you don't still enjoy that. Do you do you do you enjoy me? Obviously, you have to say you enjoy meet and greets. But do you like uh, how? What are meet and greets like at theaters? Do they pay like a premium seat? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, but I mean, I do enjoy it, and they all think that I'm not enjoying it. Everyone who comes up, let's well, get your face. Yeah, they go because you always go. have this like. <laughs> They go, I know you're miserable right now. I and know I go, you're miserable. And I'm like, dude, I'm not. And they're like, Look, I've I'm, got people asking to lick my feet. <laughs> no, I totally enjoy it. It's it's actually what like the thing about meet and greets when people are like, uh, are you enjoying this? You're like, it's a line of people being nice to me. Yeah. Uh, any like any other scenario, that is anyone's dream. 
Yeah. Hey, man, people want to line up and tell you how much they love you. Yeah. Well, that is, I've never looked at it that way. I like, I mean, I always look at it like, I just, I look at it like, I don't know. I feel like it's a part of the business, but like, I never realized, oh, anyone in the world would, would literally pay what we're making to have people line up and thank them. Uh, yeah. And tell them like, that was great. I love you. I love <laughs> You're like, oh, thank you. And then they're like, is this miserable for you? You're like, yeah, 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 this is really hard. I had a, I, my thing is, I always think to myself like, oh, people, like in college, if I had said, Bert, people will be buying you shots. Yeah. I'd be like, I remember the football line, the lineman for the Florida State football team, when that article came out, uh, grabbed me and they like pulled me over to the bar and they're like, we're buying you shots all night. And I was like, this is a dream come true. Yeah. And now I think that's. My majority of my evenings is going People to a bar. Shots. Oh my god! Are you really not going to go back to the facial hair I cut for you? I think I'm. No. <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> uh, I don't have control of this facial hair right now. My daughters and my wife do. What are they saying? Dan uh, doesn't want me to grow my beard back. Really? Yeah. She's like, I want a clean shave. But I'm doing Conan in a week, and so I don't want to. What about the girls? What do they think? Oh, they want the beard back. They hate it. That was they, so funny, that video. Oh, Isla. I, I told you what Isla said with the mustache. What? You look like a pervert. Oh, that's hilarious. I go, how do you know what a pervert looks yeah. like? And she goes, I'm talking to one. <laughs> God, that's funny as shit. Yeah. By the way, do you feel like it is unhealthy, kind of limited thinking to go back to being like, oh, but someone's not going to like me? Like, people are not going to want to buy tickets to see me one day. Yeah. It is, right? Like, Dude, you shouldn't focus on that. I've already thought about that a ton. I was like, no one's going to come to see me because I don't have a beard. Are you talking about that? No, no. Just how you're like, do you ever think about how, like, it's going to run out? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 all the time. I was like, right. so, I mean, very honestly, obviously, um, I was selling okay tickets, and then that Facebook video came out, and, like, and now everything's selling out. It's awesome, man. And, well... It's a Facebook video. Like, so it's like, it had a week gestation, and then, like, all, that's why San Diego sold out. That's why the Wilbur sold out. That's why, I mean, it is why the Wilbur sold out entirely. And, uh, and what we'll see in Buffalo in, like, a couple weeks is, like, how, but people saw that video, and I think that that's you going why. You Buffalo? Yeah, I'm going to Helium. Yeah, it's, it's a good club. Yeah. You're also I, going in the winter, which is, like, I fucking It's brutal, it. but it's going to be when, uh people go go to out the most but then you go like okay so my my th thinking right now is like just keep doing enough shit that keeps you in front of people yeah like go okay do conan do i did the h3 podcast do dr drew do go back when you can do rogan keep putting your podcast out like i feel like it's just like spinning plates like i think you're right though. i think the biggest waste of time is having your own tv show it's interesting it's almost like it's shifted everything right like oh, dude I, I mean, like I don't an even. Online presence is what you want. Can I tell you what? I heard Bill Burr say this, uh, and I fucking, I kind of think this might be my new strategy. He was saying that he was in, uh, he went to like Finland or something. Yeah. And he brought copies of his DVD and just gave them out to everyone. And was like, he was like, upload this shit online because Europe has a different YouTube than we have. Yeah. Like, when you go to Canada, you know how you can't see some shit? Yeah. So he's like, he was like, in Canada, he couldn't find his, or in uh, Finland, he couldn't find his shit. So he just gave his DVD to people and was like, upload this on your YouTube. And 
And he was like, then, like, what a niche little market. Like, people would be like, oh, my God, I found this American guy. He's a hilarious. Yeah. And he'd be one of the only ones. And I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's why he's big, but I will definitely say that I have that thought. I'm going to London in a couple of weeks, and I'm like, I'm going to just get thumb drives. Give them out. Of my yeah, special and just give them to guys over there because no one can see it in London. You're not doing a show there? I don't think so. How I, long are you going for? Two, a week. I'm doing podcasts, but uh, I feel like it would be... I, I feel like, you know, I get deceived in like... I get like 10 tweets and then I go, oh, I think I could sell a, show, a room out. But like, I, I don't know if that like would translate into hard ticket sales. You could definitely sell some tickets in London. I dude. could definitely sell some tickets. But like then I was like, I'll just do a meet and greet. Like I mean, I'll just do like a meet up where like I'll go to a bar one night and if anyone wants to come hang out and drink with me, they can do that. You're going to that's going to And my wife's like, "Why would you fucking do that? They want to see you do comedy. They don't want to just drink with you." I, I don't like, know. I don't know. They probably want to do both, but I think you should do a show. I mean, Really? Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll reach out to Brett Vincent. You know Brett Vincent? Mm-mm. He's great. He's like the guy over there. He was Jim Jeffries' uh, manager back when Jim Jeffries started doing Opie and Anthony, I think. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, dude, you know that, like, the craziest thing now is any, at least U.S. comic that has any pool that doesn't travel abroad. You should be everybody. It's a global market now. And, like, it is with, for you. Well. It's not for me. I wouldn't say that. I'd, I'd say that. Why? Why not for you? Netflix is is global. But global. you're right. You're right. It's definitely a big boost. But but you having this is global too. You know. Yeah. You have, you have people listening to you on your yeah, podcast definitely. all over the world. But maybe like I know my numbers abroad. It's not it's not through the roof. But you know, man, did you notice a huge spike in your numbers after doing Rogan? Um. A huge spike is a bump. I did a podcast with Leanne. Leanne. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone listened to it. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay, this isn't normal. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, I normally my podcast with Leanne just get like 100,000 downloads. That's it. And it like, went way up? Oh, it was through the roof. And I was like, oh. And then I did one with Big J. Yeah. Yeah. I'll show you my lips in. If anyone hears any noise, we're on the 405. This is what LA is like. Yeah. This is one of the reasons I left Hollywood is that the fucking streets in Hollywood are horrible. Horrible. Like disastrous. Do you find that people drive are nicer in the valley? Yeah, and you know what's even better? The North what? Valley. Keep going north. Keep it's going like, north. Oh, like yeah, like you keep going. Like go to like Calabasas and out there. Oh. It's beautiful out there, man. Now I know why people move there. That's that's like the the move that Hollywood people do. Hollywood people, when they're young and new, live in Hollywood. Yeah. Then like a fucking idiot. Then they a little older, they move over the hill. Right when they're like mature, have a kid. Yeah. And then. When they're like 50, a little over, and they're like, they really want to spread it out, then they go North Valley, like West Hills. You really? Know, like, yeah. I went, you hey, what did you think? What did you think of Oxnard? The club? No, no. I mean, the city. I like, I, I, well, all I did was pull into that mall, which is beautiful. Beautiful fucking yeah, mall. Yeah. Dude, I loved that drive. But me I, it too. was raining every day for me. Oh, it was uh, raining for you too, I bet. Only the first day. And I was like, it was just clear, and Dude, I spent the, the night. Di- the drive home at night was a awesome drive. Fuck yes. Yeah. I like that club. Can I tell... I told... Uh, I told... I forget the man. Enrique. I told... He's a manager, right? Yeah. I told Enrique what he should do is do um, uh, sprinter shows where he just has a sprinter car, go yeah. and pick up five comics, drive us out. That's a good idea. Feed us. Oh, whoa, there's a fucking high-speed chase. Oh, really? Yeah. 
It's, it's so weird. You know that that the, the fact that that becomes normal to us here is one of the craziest things to people that don't live here. Yeah, that the is how cool. often there's high speed chases. <laughs> like, they, I don't ever remember seeing one as a dude. Kid. They report them on the news like they're power outages. Like they're like, <laughs> there's a fucking police chase right now on the 134. Guys going 140 miles an hour. <laughs> And you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah. So did you just, like, if you do that in most cities, everyone's like, oh, my God, there's a police chase right Would now. you have gotten, would you have been one of those guys that pulled over so, to get in front of OJ when he was doing his high-speed chase? <laughs> yeah, totally. Dude, we were, I was in my fraternity at the time, and we yeah. were losing our fucking minds chanting, run, juice, run. It was in June, right? No. The, the chase, wasn't the chase in June? I don't know. I, I can't, only reason I say no is that I was. I remember being at my fraternity house, but maybe it was summer school. I thought that the that the chase was in June, or either the murder was in June, or the chase was the in murder June. Murder might have been in June. Because I don't know. Because the um, I remember being at basketball camp at USF in Tampa. Really? Yeah, I was a freshman in high school, and you were a freshman in fucking high school. Ninety four, right? Yeah. I no no. Yeah. Let's check it out. No, I know. I can tell you. I have I a lived, research, I research device Europe. I was in back my from pocket. I've been to Russia, so it was, pa- was post-95. Hold on. Or maybe his acquittal. Maybe I'm thinking of his acquittal. Oh, that's different. Yeah, that was definitely later. OJ Simpson, Bronco. Do you like the bigger iPhone? I'm just used to it now. I kind of wish I, was, I had adopted. I wish I had a preference for the smaller one. But I wish I, I had I bigger don't. hands. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, for the phone, obviously. Yeah, June 17th, 1994. So, and his acquittal must have been 1995. Yeah, like late 95, probably. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, I remember when he... Yeah, I guess maybe I wasn't... Maybe I wasn't watching the Bronco run. I don't remember where I was for that. I wish, I, I, wish I, had, I had Instagram... Instagram did you watch that thing, by the way? What? Made in America that ESPN did? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Wait, no, I didn't watch the Made in America one. I oh, watched it's a five-part documentary. Really? It's unreal. Can I tell you what I've been looking for? Hmm. There's a documentary about uh, the guy who made the Catholics versus convicts. Yeah. And the last two minutes cut out on me. Oh, it's So I great. don't know what it's happened great. to that guy. Did he get kicked off the basketball team? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And did he get kicked out of school? He did not get kicked out of school. But it's excellent. Uh, it's like, it's, it's really kind of this, you, you really like empathize with that guy too yeah you see him now as like a grown man he's like i don't want to like he's like i don't want to bring it up and he said that digger phelps the coach that had put him up because he made it to the team yeah when he when when he talked to him that he was like for a couple thousand dollars like for a couple thousand dollars you threw your whole dream away and he was like uh, oh my god he actually ended up they allowed him to be the like one of the you know statisticians yeah fuck that job i know but yeah, it was. Uh, that's that was such a good doc. They kill it, dude. Those thirty for thirties are amazing. Yeah, Billy Corbin started that. Do you remember? He started it. Yeah, I mean, he was he did the U. I know. I didn't know that he started thirty for thirty. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, I, he did the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. The U was, and I hated Miami. Yeah. God damn it, I loved that. Oh, and then he did part two. Yeah, yeah that was all right. I mean, Billy, I know you're listening. That was okay. Broke no. was really great too. Um, no, those are bro. Yeah, Broke's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, he's so diehard. Man, I want to see a documentary on boy soldiers and Canes. Ayo, hey, Canes are garbage, man. <laughs> Just if you are listening, <laughs> seven in a row, dude. Canes are garbage. Canes trash, man. I did a show with Al Jackson there at University of Miami. You did? Yeah, I didn't know him yet. 
and his first joke was about his dick so vainy it looks like a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny He's that so uh, funny. when I did Lauderdale one time, yeah. they had me paired up with him. Yeah. And then I'm watching him and I was like, oh, I'm going to actually have to try this show. Oh, he was <laughs> fucking He was phenomenal. destroying. He's, he's, uh, he's, what I love about him is like when, one time uh, I saw Omar Dorsey at my daughter's school. Omar, is you know Omar? I don't know him, but I know who he is. Yeah. I see him at, we, drop, we do drop off. He's like, man, I got to be on your podcast. And I was like, what about today? He's like, ah, oh, I'm hungover. I said, let's go drink. He goes, okay. You know, but you know the way he says it. Bet. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. I bet. I yeah. bet. So he goes, I'm going to go home. I'll meet you there. And he goes, I'm going to call Al Jackson. And I was like, I don't know if Al's going to be up. And he's like, no, no, he'll be up. So he calls out. Him and Al meet me at my house at like, I'm not even joking, 9 o'clock in the morning. And we start getting fucking hammered. Wait, is Omar a Florida guy too or no? No. No. No, he's from Atlanta. Okay. And uh, and uh, and then we go back and we just start drinking. We do like a three-hour podcast. And then Omar and Al are like, uh, hey, let's go over to Pat's. It's a bar near my house. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay. So we go to Pat's. And then Omar and Al are like, we're going to stay out. And Omar's like, hey, can you pick up my kid? Really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I was just go home. I was like, I told his daughter. I was like, hey, you're having a play date with Georgia. And they're like, great. So I told Leanne, obviously. I, Leanne went and got them. And then they yeah. brought him over. And then I went back over to pass. We kept drinking. Then we came over. And he's like, all right, time to go. They, man, those guys. They, man, there's a there's a, a black posse in L.A. that is fun as fuck. A black posse? Like a, a group of like, that comes out so racist, that, I'm that sure. came out very Phil Jackson. Yeah. Say it again. A black posse. So there's a group of black dudes that are fun as fuck. It's the guy from Captain America. Yeah. You know that guy? No, you like the black dude? Maybe it's not Captain America. Maybe it's like another superhero movie. Hmm. He's in it. Uh, a, like a bunch of like really great actors. All the great actors who, I mean, I'm sure are marginalized by this system somewhat. Do but, you know these guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, did a, I did a pilot with them. Uh, with about, all of them? The yeah, whole posse? A whole group of dudes. And they were just fun as fuck. All party. All have a good time. Like real like... And then part of you is, I don't know, what, I don't know where this point's going. But, uh, but, uh. Blacks are fun, that's what you're saying. Yeah, blacks are super fun. <laughs> that should be a shirt. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a Mickey Mantle jean shirt. Oh, that's good. Like, uh, and so I got one of his baseball cards, and then I superimposed the Russian propaganda art. And in Russian, I have, uh, Mi- Mickey Mantle jean written in, on his baseball card. Yeah. And then I have where the Yankees thing was, and it yeah. says in Yankees in cursive, I replaced the seams with DNA strands. Oh. <laughs> That's killer, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it doesn't look as good as I'm pitching it. <laughs> I got I to gotta have someone professional do it. Oh, you did it yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a bad I've been idea. this whole fucking vibe of being able to do everything myself and being a one-man show. That's a, a good... I mean, it's good, but then you also got to know when to outsource the stuff. I should outsource this podcast. This one in particular? No. Oh. No. I should, I just wish it would, I could... Like, I watched... I did Drew's podcast last night. Wait, Our, we haven't even said what we're going to do right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, 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 insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, good point, good point. We're on our way to the airport. 22 minutes in. We're going to have to do a podcast on the way back. This is not going to be long enough for a podcast. There's no fucking traffic because it's Martin Luther King Day. We're going to the airport. We're going to see the Cavs-Warriors game tonight up in Oakland. 
Courtside uh, tickets. Courtside seats, all courtesy of one Joe Rogan for the two of us losing weight. It's just hit, like, uh, here's what happened. Initially, he was like, all right, pick what you want to do. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to do, like, send me to Paris. So yeah. I go, I looked it up. I was like, this game is pretty local, you know, semi-local. Uh, it's cl- close flight. And we get to see, like, you know, three of the best in the last 50 years play ball. Durant, Curry, LeBron. Like, what you know, fun, right? I've fun always won- I, one of the big regrets is I never saw Michael Jordan play basketball. Yeah, and it's, I saw him play three times live, and it's still a great memory for yeah. me that I got to see him play live. So I haven't seen any of those guys play live. Anyways, I tell Joe that. He's like, cool, no worries, done. Yeah. Then that night, Ari sends us that email where he's like super emotional <laughs> and like... He's like, I'm so proud of you guys. Are gonna... and you're like, have you not read the email? Yeah. I was, I was like, why? And you're like, you have not texted me immediately. <laughs> well, he's like talking about how we're going to be there for our children now. And that was, since we're out of obesity and, you know, anyways, he's also says, whatever trip it is, I'm going to take care it of it. It was basically the, it was the equivalent of a Christmas card that said a donation has been made, made in your name. In your yes. Name. <laughs> it also was a way of saying, uh, I got so much hatred for just saying, I'm not going to pay for it. that I'm going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the next thing I do is I call Joe and I go, Hey, don't worry about that basketball thing anymore. Cause he was, he, the reason he was volunteering was because he thought that Ari was backing out. Yeah. So I go, don't don't worry about that. Ari's going to do it, so we're we're taken care of. Which, by goes, the way, by the, by the way, and then, um, maybe I shouldn't say this, but it explains so much of their relationship. Because there's a, you know there's a time where Ari and uh, that Ari told me about where I guess Ari was going through some hard times. And yeah. Joe paid for him to go to a therapist. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I don't think Ari gives a fuck. He probably does. But like, but like Joe would like really like. And there's uh, friends of ours like I won't say who like who went through rough stuff and they even moved in with him for a while oh so, yeah, yeah 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 like he's just been less he's like you know someone said was saying to me um the difference between uh east coast i think it was big jay and i were talking he's like the difference between east coast and west coast comedy right now is we don't have a joe rogan yeah and he was like you know joe's this guy who is almost like like ushering everyone to work harder do better work. Well, isn't everyone nicer to each other though? God as far as damn it. comics out Dude, here, there's no thieves. I don't know one thief right now working at the store. I don't know. But one. I mean, like, like people are nicer to each other out here. And I'm not shitting on New York, but I'm yeah. saying like they are like a rougher bunch, right? Like as far as talking shit. I, I mean, I, I'm so far removed from New York yeah. right now. The only people I really know in New York are like Jay. He's a super like, sweet guy. And, like Sherrod. Uh, Jay's great. J- Dude, he murdered goddamn Comedy Jam. I'm sure he did. Murder. Wait, finish So finish what you're saying. So Ari... So anyways, Ari says I'm paying. I tell Joe, hey, man, it's very nice of you. We really appreciate you volunteering to do that. But Ari sent us an email, and he's going to take care of a trip, and you know we're all going to go do something fun. So thank you, but you don't have to do that. And then he was like, no, I want you to do it on top of whatever he does. And oh, I go, really? why? So we got something coming from Ari, too? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't read the whole email. Yeah, that sounds like it you. It kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's totally you. Uh, uh, but anyways, so he like, and I go, dude, don't do that. And he insisted on sending us to do this. He's like, you guys were on my podcast. You guys lost weight. It was awesome. I want to send you to do this. Like, he insisted on doing it. It's kind of insane. Like, 
Tell me if this isn't blow you away a little bit. Have people come up to you and been like, dude, I'm down 20 pounds because of you and Tom? Dude, three times yesterday I was at the mall. Uh, these guys, separate guys in different stores came up to me like, <gasps> like you're Tom Segura? And I go, yeah. And they're like, I saw the weight loss. Like, not I saw Netflix. Yeah. I saw the weight loss thing. And I go, oh, cool. They're like, wow, you, you definitely look better. And I go, thanks. And they're like, yeah, my, my, here's my, my girlfriend. I, she listened to it, too, and she's going to do the... A uh, lot of people listen. You know, Leanne? Yeah, a lot of emails, too. Dude. Like, about what should I eat? What should I do? I, I challenge my, my fat friend to yeah. lose weight. Someone's like, you should start a, a website yeah. where people challenge each other. Yeah. And, and then you got to pay out bets, and that's the, you know, the videos go up of watching bets outrageous bets in the payouts and i was like well, that's not a really bad yeah. idea that's a good idea if i had more outsourcing but uh it is kind of crazy how many people um were like i guess inspired by that weight loss yeah. challenge you know what i wonder then do you think that fat shaming works i think to a degree it does it really does like but i also it, think it depends on the personality that's receiving it yeah because some people go like one of the things that would motivate me and I can tell you all the things that motivated me. Really? One of the things that would motivate me would be a comment that it would just be like maybe under something you posted and yeah. I would see it. Oh, I stopped reading comments entirely. Well, but the thing is it would be like, it wouldn't be like the super mean comment, like fuck Tom. Yeah. It would be the one that would say like, there's no way Tom has the desire to do this. I would read that and I'd be like motivated by it's that. It's interesting because the ones like that, like, they go, you're nothing but a fat fuck who drinks on stage and tells the same college story over and over again. And I'd be like, that that one, in, in uh, like, I was like, you know what? I, oh, I'm going to block this person first. Yeah. But secondly, I hope they come to one of my shows knowing they've been blocked. And they're like, God damn it, man, he lost weight. And I know they're fat. Most of the people with fat shame are fucking fat. Yeah. Most of the people who throw out hate have really miserable lives. Yeah. And I was like, and, and like the ones that I, that were funny made me laugh. But in, right. in, in my head, they were like, I was like, I still want to lose weight. I still want to lose weight. I could, I could not show up to Rogan on that day. Yeah. And not be 227. I was yeah. like, and I thought I was 227. You Just, really did? I really thought I was 227. On that first day? You have no idea how fucking shocked I was. Really? Because no I thought fun. you were playing mind games. I, no, I thought it was going to be 214 the next day, and I was 220. I didn't weigh myself because I didn't want to know. Yeah. Because I'd would, it would, I'd come in. You know me. I'd just go, I'm 220. Yeah. So I felt like I was going to die the next day. Uh, I think I got kidney stones from that. Good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really inspiring. I told Drew, Dr. Drew last night, I did his podcast, and I said, I think I'm I really fucked up the way I think about food, and I was telling him the way I eat, and he goes, no, that's actually healthy. The way you think about it now? Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, I only eat clean, I won't eat bread, I only eat like lean proteins and greens, I and try not to, I try not to, well, You start fuck. off the days with vodka sodas. Vodka soda, well, it's a party day. <laughs> if you've been hearing the twinkling. Do you, uh, you want an edible? No. Why? Because I'll fucking be useless all day, I'll end up staying in the Four Seasons all night. Um, you gonna see the devil tonight? <laughs> Listen, cocksucker. I think Joey dosed my dad Christmas Eve. Anyway, so wait, so your big motivations though were not comments. Oh, you were just like thinking, I don't want to show up. I don't want to show up. Yeah. I don't want to show up. Yeah, I thought about that too. I thought that all the time of like of like, and then when I saw you, you know what I also didn't want. Oh yeah, when you saw each other. Oh, yeah. My God, but when I saw you at All Things Comedy. Yeah, are you staying next Wednesday for that uh, open house? 
Are you in town? Yeah, I'm in town. Okay. The uh, I didn't want to show up, not hit the weight, and then have everybody go, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course you didn't do it. I'm like that right now with stand-up where I go, I got, I've gotten a bunch of emails like of hateful people that are like, you're nothing but a drunk on stage. What? By the way, I don't even drink on stage. I mean, I have a drink on stage, but very seldomly do I ever get drunk. There has definitely been times it's happened. Definitely. But like, and so like lately I'm going on stage and I'm, I'm bringing, dr- it's the same as everything, but I'm like very cognizant of like not getting, f- like not How often are you shot. getting these emails? It's just this one guy. Oh. One, it was actually two guys. It's that guy and this guy from Minnesota sent it to me. And if in an email? In an in a email. And it fucking bothered the living shit out of me. I was yeah. like, I was like, dude. And by the way, I think I know the show he was at at Minnesota. <laughs> there were people. I did a show in Tampa one time. Yeah. And I was blackout drunk. Like, I don't know how I got off stage. I heard a story. I won't say who. I'll tell you later. Of a comic who showed up that drunk. Well known. Really? And they had to refund a big room. Wait, whisper it to me. No. Don't tell me right now. No, 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 no. No, but just, like, mouth it. Just mouth it. Pablo Francisco? (laughs) (laughs) No. Darker. (laughs) I've definitely had that. You've had that? What? You've had a show. No, 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 no. No one ever had to refund money, but I've had... Um, I've on that call and sick to work show. Sometimes they get out of fucking control. Oh, I'm sure they do, right? <laughs> and How I do you do a show like that? You know what? It's not autopilot, but it's almost like autopilot. Like I go, I know for a fact. This is the weird thing. As I say this to myself, I know I have love in my heart, so I don't say anything bad about anybody. Yeah, I don't shit on anybody. Uh, I did give out your phone number in Tampa. I should not have told you that. I I called you in Tampa. On the phone. Do you remember when I called you, and I left a message? Maybe. And I and apparently Cowhead was like, "No, you played his whole number on the fucking microphone." <laughs> and I was like, "I did." He was like, "Uh, yeah." He was like, "Technically, everyone has Tom Segura's number." I was like, "I don't remember that." And he was like, "Uh, yeah, I know." So you were lit that night, dude. If you can find pictures, someone tweet it to me, and I'll retweet it. My favorite part of this is that this started with you going. I mean, I don't fucking drink on stage. <laughs> and now you're like, I was blackout. <laughs> blackout. I woke up. I, I, I remember being on stage. I remember taking pictures. And then I woke up at my parents' house. And my first thought was, how did I get off stage? Really? I was like, how did I exit the show? So were you, was it shots on stage then? Uh, they were sending Wait, fireballs. Should we wrap this for, for now? Because we're pulling in here? Like, we want to put this stuff away? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I kind of want you to see... Where we're going, on the on mic? Oh, maybe, maybe. Okay, yeah. We're we're. Pulling you have a, your uh, your own entrance? Yeah, it's a different entrance. Nah, really? Yeah. I'm excited for this. It's so great. And by the way, I just requalified. How do, is the qualification has to be astronomical? It's uh, basically it's uh, it's it's based on how much money you spend. Not not basically. I mean, there are people who don't. They all change that. For people that don't know, the frequent flyers, it all used to be about. The mileage that you flew. That's all they cared about. You flew this many miles, you qualify. Two years ago, one of the airlines actually... Re- and by the way, it's to our disadvantage as flyers, but it makes complete fiscal sense. They said, like, why are we rewarding f- like miles flown over money spent? Yeah. So then they changed it. So now 
everything is based on how much have you spent with the airline. So you have to to qualify for what you're talking about. You're talking about a ton of money. Uh, well, so the reason, I mean, technically the reason I got it was I was flying for Travel Channel first class around the world. Right, which so is part like, of your deal probably, right? Are, yeah, it was in my deal. My, Leanne was fucking livid when she found out that. She was like, get the fucking money. She was like, get the money, book your own tickets, fly coach. I was like, I'm never going to get an opportunity to, to, for a $25,000 ticket to Australia. Yeah. I never won't ever have that opportunity. And I was like, and this is how I can see Australia, be comfortable. And I was flying so much. Yeah, you were flying all over the world so much. So, uh, and. Wait, what is the tier of spending? Uh, it's aggressive. Is it six figures? It oh, yeah. Is. Oh, yeah. Well, into oh, it. I'll just tell you. Yeah. No, Jesus, man. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, so you qualified again? Because uh, there was a, I, I've said this before. There was one month where I flew to Italy first class from LA three times. Oh my god! I, there was wait. How much is it going to suck when you don't fly in this tier anymore? Uh, <laughs> I, but it hasn't stopped. I just I, now I just go like I was telling you about the trip to Europe. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. You got to buy it, and you go, and so I and 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 the other thing is like I look at flights like I'm flying to uh, fucking. I wish I remember the name of where I was going, but it was like a coach ticket was four hundred bucks, and a first class ticket was six hundred bucks. No, I know. I, I was that's... like, not. I mean, I understand two hundred bucks. In Leanne's book is like, save the money. Yeah, and I go, yeah, but for two hundred bucks, I don't have to worry about anything. Right. You know, but this. Uh, yeah, my dad will do things like he'll buy a ticket, and it's like direct flight four hundred dollars. Stop. In fucking Louisville, three hundred and thirty dollars. I'm like, you're gonna do a connection? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. My mom's that way. <laughs> I I don't get it. Like I, I although I will say that there are flights where I don't. I like if I have a full day, I'll yeah. go. You know what? I'm gonna do three legs. Really? Fly all day. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate flying. I'm terrified of flying. But I go. I'll just fly all day and then get to where I'm going. And, and I'll just log the miles. But, yeah, now miles are useless. It's all about money you spend. Yeah. My uh, business manager was like, just book all your flights for the whole year today. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. He's like, you get such a savings. And I went through and I started looking at it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, they're so much cheaper. Today? Uh, not today. When you, when Sunday, you book it? Was Sunday. Was, Why is it so much cheaper? Just He's like, just book out for the year. Just go. Oh, because you have it you're all. You're like that, yeah. two months ahead. It's, you get real savings. If you know you're going to fly two months yeah. in advance, yeah, it's not bad. Um, but I'm also the kind of guy that won't drive with an Uber driver that isn't in a black town car. Yeah. I don't get in, like, a dude's car. Just because you don't trust him as a driver? Well, I go, this is just a Chinese guy. Like, Because he's Chinese? Well, no, but I got in a car with a Chinese guy, and I was like, oh, this is just a Chinese guy. Like, this isn't, like, a, a Chinese guy who's got a limo license. Right. He's just a Chinese guy who's yeah. just a Chinese guy. Yeah. Now I'm in a car with some dude in a, in a Kia. And I'm like, oh, fuck. God, I didn't know you were so racist. Yeah. Did, um, no, actually, I feel safer actually in these. Oh, yeah. And, and bigger. I don't like getting in little cars. Dude, BLS. Especially on the road. A BLS account was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. Because I was like, get a BLS account. You got it on your phone. You can get a car, whatever. It's a, a little more. I mean, it's not like astronomical. Yeah. It's a little more. But you go, oh, I can get the app. I guarantee you these guys. BLS has never called up like they do at the club sometimes. They're like, yeah, yeah, man, I'm not going to make it to you on time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I and know. you're like, hey, man, that's the most important thing you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is make it to me on That's Your only job is to get me there safely and be early. Yeah. And BLS, that's never happened with BLS. They're always like. Isn't it CLS? BLS. BLS? Yeah. B, what's it? BLS? B, I asked. 
three years to figure find out. B means nothing. They just did that to get ahead of CLS. Okay, so so there is. Are you fucking serious? Because the company, the the mother company in New York, is actually Cosmopolitan Limousine, and they can't use CLS because Empire CLS already had that. Yeah, shut the fuck <laughs> so up. So, yeah, I use CLS. So for those of you who are forty six years or forty four years, for those of you who didn't hear that, yeah. BLS is my town car service. You and use I, CLS. I use CLS. Yeah. And BLS only chose BLS so that they'd be ahead of CLS. I'm going to start. A- oh, I guess ALS is a disease. <laughs> it's a bad one, too. It's a real bad one. ALS <laughs> is a shaky drive, but you'll make it. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Uh, we're gonna have to do a podcast on our. We'll, we'll do a catch up podcast when we come home when we land. Okay, okay. We'll take a car. I'll get us a. Yeah, I'm super excited. BLS on the ride home. <laughs> I want to see this. Uh, your entrance. I'm so excited for. It's this. not. I don't. It's you're, the best. You'll, the best part is hard to explain. Like the, you'll see the best part. All right. Do you get TS, TSA pre check? Yeah. Okay. On everything. Yeah, on everything. Across the board. Across the board. Nice. Yeah. On American. Yes, every flight. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm a known traveler. Oh, I'm a known traveler. I came through this airport one time. You get a? Do you get the um, global entry from Canada? I haven't. No, that's the shit. I went through this airport one time. I had a carry-on is all I had, and I had a, uh, I had a dive knife in it in my bag, and mm-hmm. it was. And I had another. I had a uh, another one too. Another knife. Dude, I had a loaded three fifty seven. And uh, and. The guy said to me, he was like, uh, he was like, this is bad. I go, oh, am I going to be late for my flight? And he was like, I think you're going to jail. What? And I go, are you serious? He goes, yeah, if it, if it looks like a weapon, then well, it's a big deal. I had to call my supervisor. So the supervisor comes over, and the second he sees me, he goes, what's up, Bert? I was like, oh, thank God. And he was like, let's see, what do we got here? And he pulls out, it is the size of his forearm. And he's like, ah, oh, this isn't anything. Don't worry. Come on, I'll take you downstairs. We'll check it in. And then the elevator is like, you should be going to jail right now. Really? Like, Are you serious? He goes, yeah. He goes, but I understand it's a mistake. He goes, where were you? I said, Hawaii. He said, scuba diving? I said, yeah. It's Because it was, it was a dive knife that goes around your calf. And he was like, um, he was like, yeah, I understand. I understand. It's, it's you know, you, there's no reason you should go to jail, jail for this. Let's go check it in. And and uh, you're going to have to check this bag. And I was like, no problems. Dude, when I was with Christina one time, they had the bomb unit come out for her bag. And and then then they had the bomb, like, cops come. What was in her bag? Uh, it was the same chemical. It's a chemical that's found in makeup, also in her bag. Oh. So I was like, and I was talking to, like, the bomb. I go, are you serious? He goes, you don't have to stay. To me. He's like, she does. And I was like, see you later, babe. I, tra- off. I traveled with a I traveled with a cameraman who listens to this podcast who knows who I'm talking about right now, but I won't say his name. Yeah. Who traveled with weed everywhere in the world. Into Muslim countries, into Bogota. That's like, real nuts to do that. <laughs> I kept saying like he would he would have a, a vape pen with him on the plane and hit the vape pen and just blow it into the blanket. Like a comic? No. Oh, cameraman. Oh. oh. Uh and he was he was He's insane. I kept saying that and he's like, dude, it's a vape pen. How the fuck are they gonna how are they gonna tell? Let's say they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh especially in a Muslim country. 
I gotta take uh, that shit real serious, man. Or Singapore or something like dude, that, man. We were in, uh, we were walking through Zanzibar, which is a Muslim, and and just, but he just was like, you know, it was almost like, yeah, what are you gonna do? I was, I remember one time he got pulled over. I want to say we were in like, I don't know where we were, but it was not America, and he got pulled over because you know he's got cameras with him, so they'd go through the cameras thinking it was a bomb, and and he was just sitting there rolling his eyes, and he was getting pissed at them. He's like, can you please fucking hurry up? And I was like, I was like, Dude. you have drugs on you. And he was like, who gives a fuck? But I guess, you know, I don't know. So That's the only way you can be to do shit like that, you know? I guess. Yeah. I, dude, I am. I have such. I, one time, me and uh, the guy we used to tour with, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we were here and we were flying southwest. And he was like, dude, you got to bring weed with you. Oh, go to the very, very end. He was like, you got to bring weed with you. And we were in my car. I think I want to say we drove together. I picked him up and then drove him to the airport. He was like, you got to bring weed. And I was like, I was like, okay. And I had a bag of weed and I grabbed it and we shut the doors and I locked the car. And then we started going to Southwest. And at the last minute I went, fuck him. And I went back and I threw the weed in the car and he didn't know it. So we go through security and uh, they pull me aside and they give me a full body check. And he starts freaking out. He's like, <sighs> and I start like uncomfortably laughing hysterically and the guy goes sir is there something funny I go I almost brought weed with me and I left it in my car and Jay was like what and I go I didn't bring the weed I left it in my car and the guy goes there's marijuana in your car and I said oh yeah and he goes what car do you have and I go I'm not gonna fucking tell you (laughs) Jesus Christ man you gotta go past the priority no no uh yeah And you see those uh, velvet ropes? Yeah. So, like, right here? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't you. know this guy, though. Like, my guy's not here right now. Here. All, right, all right. All right. So, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you guys when we land uh, back from this trip, and we'll tell you how the, show, uh, the game was. Yeah, man. And uh, it's a two-parter. Thank you. Thank you. Settlement and done. Yeah, this one's now, now. Now it's working. All right. uh, this one too? Yeah, they're both working. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully, I got that first on podcast. Oh, yeah. No, you did. You were always you were checking it. Yeah. You were checking it too, right? You no. Looked at it. I didn't look. Okay. All right, we're back from San Francisco, guys. Uh, Tom, do you want to keep everyone abreast of how much fun it was? Dude, it was... That really was... I, have, I feel like I felt like a, a kid. Like, I haven't done something that fun in so long. We, uh... We got there, we hung out, we had lunch for a minute, um, and then we went to the uh, Cavs-Warriors game, which we were expecting to be like a, you know, it is a repeat of the finals and like this crazy game. Well, the best part is that we got to the stadium oh my God. and we misread our tickets. We misread our tickets, which by the way, was still good, like really Fantastic good. seats. Like yeah. we were maybe like, I'm not, not joking, probably like 14, 11 rows back. Yeah, I would say right around 14, 15 rows back. And we happened to be in seats five and six, which were open when we got there. And then it was one of those things where... Yeah, how crazy is that? It's like six, seven minutes into the first quarter, this guy goes, uh, you're in my you're in seat? seats. And, and, I then, like, and we were I like, oh, so. we're moving back. Immediately, you're like, I must be in the... What, what, what was the... You remember the Bob Euchre commercial when we were kids? Yeah, I yeah. I must yeah. be in the front row. Well, I, I actually <laughs> thought he was wrong. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because I knew the, the... By the way, I was so high at this point. Yeah. I could not focus. Yeah, yeah, you were really high. I was the... I'm not even joking. The most enjoyable high I've ever been that high. See, I had a nice, even keel, low-key buzz going. Hey, Gino, hit me up. I want that same vape pen. Uh, uh, <laughs> but when I um, when that guy said that, I was like, no, nah, buddy. And I pulled out the ticket, and I showed him. And he was like, yeah, you have better seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, <laughs> and then I they go, sent us up literally. Then they get us fourth row. And I was like, oh, shit, he was right. And then as we're leaving, this guy goes, it's a good problem to have, man. And yeah. Go, yeah, thanks. Man. And then we were literally like fourth row. But it was it was odd that it was actually seats five and you six. You said this earlier. You're like... I think we're getting courtside tickets, but I don't want courtside. I want a little bit above because yeah. courtside you can't see anything. Yeah, well, I just th- I thought that like I talked to some people and they were like, you know, if you go like four rows up, you get like the the perfect angle. Like you're just elevated enough. Yeah, you have like the perfect view, which it was true. It was the best view. Oh, it's fucking perfect. Um, anyways, it was a total massacre. Uh. We got to see. Win. Oh my god! I think in the end it was a little more respectable than that. Like maybe, in, maybe it was thirty. I don't know, twenty something. But it was, it was. It, they got once they got going. Remember how fast things just took off. I have a like, new respect, newfound respect for uh, not for Steph Curry, but uh, Durant. You were like, you were you were freaking out on Durant. The guy that looks like uh, Pete. Yeah, Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like Pete. Who's he look like? You said that. Wait, what's he? Who's he? Wait, what did I say? You said he looked like Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does look like Pete Davidson. They he have, totally looks like Pete Davidson. They used to have the high shoulders. High shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny legs. Yeah. You know, Pete Davidson's dating like uh, Steven Spielberg's daughter or something? No, it's Larry David's daughter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, man, like. The level of athleticism that we witnessed, like the the speed, and when you, when, you, when a guy decides to make make a run for it across oh. the court, you're like oh my god! And the uh, it's really cool because it it does quickness. have the thing about, that I love about basketball is it still has that high school feel, right? Of like a dunk and the place goes nuts. Oh yeah, or the Fuck threes, it. a man. three. Oh, oh uh, like especially there because so they have like the two most prolific. Three-point shooters in the game. I wouldn't mind doing this team. with other with other um, sports. Yeah, like go fun. around and see some. I would. I really do want to see a soccer game. I've never been. The last soccer game I went to was probably when I was like six, and I went to a rally. Well, game. shit! I thought we were going to see Barcelona Paris, man. Yeah, what happened with that? With well, Ari? he said, uh, "Can you wait till I get back from leaving the Earth?" So, if he doesn't, you know, if he comes back alive, I guess we'll go later. Hey guys, take an extra second to really give Ari shit about this because he hasn't gotten enough shit. It's really funny when he gets shit, actually. It is. Yeah. Because ultimately, Ari says he's someone that doesn't care about that stuff. Yeah. But he's gotten so much shit. Yeah. He that, really has. That, he, that I, he's like, I'm starting to care. Yeah. He, has, he His thing is like, just shut it down. Don't look at it. Yeah. But it's funny every time he gets tagged in something. He's gone, gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. Um, how cool of it! We saw LeBron flop, you know. Oh, we right? saw Re- that, like he sold that that uh, that pick that was set against him. Yeah. It was a foul, but like he he sold it like a flagrant, and uh, it worked, which was kind of funny. What's right he, in front of us. Oh, how about the guy? Yeah, that's my favorite part of the whole fucking yeah. night. Tell him, you tell him. There was this guy in the second row, so we, we're like, he's two rows in front of us. Five. He's probably five five or five yeah. six. And Full head of hair. Yeah. A little dweeby Fuck guy. Fuck this guy. 
and he's just barking at LeBron, right? Barking at him, barking at him. And and finally, LeBron looks at him and starts counting the rings that he has, like showing yeah. him how many, you know, how many championship rings he has, which I guess is what, three, four? I forget. So anyways, he does that, and the guy keeps saying shit. I can't really hear what he's saying because it's so loud in the arena anyways. Yeah. But as we go to a timeout, LeBron goes over to the ref, and he goes, if that guy, he mouthed something like, if he goes, that's it. I saw I, heard, I saw him go like that's it yeah that's it I'm done, so the ref like is like you could, takes this deep sigh like God damn it like I gotta handle this oh, shit now God so he calls over the other refs they call over NBA security and as this guy is seeing what we're seeing he gets up from his seat to like take a walk yeah and you can tell that like he's he obviously knows that he got under LeBron's skin and that LeBron is having them so. As he tries to go, he goes for a walk, like goes to buy a bag of popcorn. He didn't buy anything because he came back with nothing. Well, okay. So, but when he came, when he came out of the tunnel, like he just went to five guys. The second, the second he came out of the tunnel, they jumped on him. Yep, and he was like, and he he was immediately like, oh come on, come on, yeah. Uh, But I have like, he's such a bitch, that guy. You know, like I know a lot of people hate LeBron, but here's what I don't respect at all. Okay, that a guy like that is is barking at a dude who would murder you with one hand if it wasn't for the implied protection that you know you have at a lot like at a big event like he would never open his fucking mouth never to lebron if they were like walking down the street or you know he would dare say anything like that but all of a sudden oh there's thousands if he of saw people LeBron, he's like hey man big oh fan. yeah absolutely oh, you're the best uh Will you, will you sign this for my wife? Will you fuck my wife? I'd love to watch. Like he would say anything. Yeah. And then, but on in that context, he's like, "You're a bitch. You suck." Come on, please. That's, yeah. It's a know, total bitch move. That's that was my buddy Eddie's problem with L.A. Guys like that. Guys like that. Yeah. Fill this city. Uh, yeah. Fill this city. Guys who talk tough. Yeah. Cut you off in traffic. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, get out of the car. Yeah. I'm not getting out of my car. Yeah. It's a teal BMW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. Yeah. And that, that's who that guy is. Oh, a big 100%. bark and a total bitch. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I felt so bad for his How girl. much would you pay to watch everybody just step aside and be like, all right, you can go you can go up to him now and talk to his face? How great would it be if they were like, ladies and gentlemen, we've changed the idea of tonight, and LeBron's going to beat this man on the floor. <laughs> to death. Who's ready to see this? And the place goes fucking nuts. He's been taunting him for the last 30 minutes, and they show a highlight reel of this guy taunting Dude, LeBron. LeBron could beat him to death with Steph Curry. He I could pick up Steph Curry and beat him to death. Yeah, of course, man. Steph Curry could probably beat this guy up. And Steph of course. Curry, by the way, is not he's like what he's got to be like 6'1 6'2 I think he's listed at 6'3 but yeah he's he's probably 6'1 and a that's half that's the craziest thing the second we went down from row 14 to row 11 or yeah. row 4 yeah um, it was amazing how much bigger they were <laughs> they're so big they're so big they're monsters <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the thing we talked about so when we got to the airport we checked in but real quick if you can encompass the experience of flying with American Airlines. What, how would you? It's not the experience of flying with American Airlines. It's the experience with flying American Airlines with you, who who happens to be a concierge key, yeah, uh, elite member. That's the difference. It's just walk, walk us through it. I mean, like, tell us what it's like. Okay, so it is pretty great, guys. Here's what happens. 
He has By the his, way, this is oh. I've leveraged my own family for this experience. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. <laughs> so when you pull up to Americans Terminal Four at LAX, you'll see American, and then you'll see Priority at the end, which is like if you fly, you know, you're a like medallion level. Uh, flyer or first you have your own check-in and then there's an even separate one which is what Burke checks into which has a red carpet and a gentleman in a gray jacket uh, and a and black tie and it's its own entrance you walk in there's one lady behind a counter nobody in the area the only times I've ever seen people in there it was like Peter Townsend it was like it's always celebrities yeah like was, when you walk in you, you definitely go like when they leave I go who's that and they're like, oh, that's Peter Townsend. And you're yeah. like, shut the fuck up. Well, then they, you know, they check you in. And then the gentleman in the gray jacket. How great is this? Takes you in the elevator and then bypasses the entire security line, walks up to the TSA agent and goes, here you go. Like, these guys are next. Yeah. In front of everybody. And then walks you. And then in- walks you to security and puts your bags on, like, as if. That's a burden on you. Yeah. Takes your bags and is like, you're all set? Or do we walk you to the gate? Door to door, what do you think it took us to get through security on that? From when we dro- when we pulled up? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the whole thing was definitely under five minutes. Right? Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It really I could, I, and then, and then, and then, and then. Oh, okay. So <laughs> we, uh, oh my God, did, have, you didn't tell this. You should tell the story of the time you walked up. And somebody said, excuse me. Oh, this is my that's, favorite. That's fantastic. This is my favorite story about flying on American ever. So same experience. Go in, check in. But flying not just American, concierge. Concierge. Yeah. Flying concierge. I go to the, um, I go to check in that when we go to the TSA line, there's like a little, a hefty line. And so we get to the very, f- my, my buddy. I say my friend takes he, me to the front. He works there. He's escorting He's, you. Yeah. Escorts me to the very front of the line. And this woman gets a little upset because it is a hefty line. And I understand that. She goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Where are you guys going? He goes, oh, I'm sorry. He flies a lot. And then she just barks out, I, I fly a lot too. And he I'm goes, executive platinum. I'm executive platinum. And he goes, he flies so much I know his name. Do I know your name? She goes, no. And he goes, exactly. And he walks past her. That's amazing. <laughs> and I went, oh. I was like, you should talk for a living. That was yeah. the best. Cut down. But, like, I do fly so much that, like, as we walked through, you definitely saw everyone was like, oh my what's God. up, Bert? Well, the bar definitely knew your name. The bar Like, that was, by the way, I, like, I did that with Bert. Bert, he doesn't suck. <laughs> I walked to the bar one time with Leanne. I'd been living my life as a comic and on Travel Channel, and then Leanne and I flew to Mexico together. And, uh. We get to the bar and they're like, Bird! Everyone literally, Bird! And Leanne's like, You gotta stop drinking. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. But, but by the, the way, I think an, a point should be made that, like, for frequent travelers, this s- stuff is so much more meaningful because yeah. traveling, like, the burden of the airport stuff becomes such a, like, a wear and tear on your life. You know what I mean? Like, what you yeah. have with them. Like eases everything that sucks about the airport. And That's just for awesome the record, for everyone who's like, but I travel a lot. The difference is, I don't mind spending extra on tickets to make sure that I keep this. So yeah. it's a lot. A lot of it has changed. I think we talked about this on the earlier yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this has changed in that that it's how much money you spend on tickets. 
and that 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 becomes important to me is that I'd rather spend more to be able to like today I think we're running a little bit late yeah and uh, we go right through uh, everything's fine and then they grab us and they take us to the plane and then they take us off the plane that was the other great part is that we were in Terminal 6 that's where our flight was leaving out of and we go to the Admiral's Club and then someone just comes up and like Mr. Kasura, Mr. Kreischer, are you guys ready? Yeah, or actually even how about landing now? When we got off the plane, there's no reason why we could, like, instead of... Is there someone there? Dude, yes. Oh. When (laughs) we were supposed to take the shuttle back to the terminal, because we were on a remote terminal. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and then when we got off, your name, somebody was waiting with your name, and they put us in a Cadillac and drove us there instead. Yeah, that was great. That was fucking amazing what are you talking it was amazing it was amazing yeah well you know it's as you become i told you the best one ever 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 was london when i, t- I flew it with my uh my producer stacy and they were waiting at the door and they're like you guys are gonna miss your flight to italy let's go and they checked us in through uh customs at the plane <sighs> unreal man it was man i'll tell you right now I, I i tell everyone to fly american because i don't know if that that set that that setup is for everyone. I don't know if Delta's got something equivalent. Well, Delta has so a few years ago, like now I fly. I think I told you I just fly. You're you're direct. You're all about like you and Ian Bag. Cut the time. Cut the time. Yeah. I want to live my life. I told you I have flown three flights sometimes, just because I was like, fuck it, it's a day. Yeah. No, I, I understand. And I don't it like too. flying. We've, I think we talked about this on the last podcast, oddly enough, or the, the second, first part of this. For, I don't know, let's say seven years, six years, seven years? Just Delta. Just, I, I mean, 98% of the time. So a couple years I was Diamond, which is their their elite level. Yeah. And there was some, like, definitely cool perks to it. Um, like, I had a, a number of times where I would do a connecting flight, and they would, I would land. And then they would walk me down to the tarmac like you, like you yeah. do. And they have a, a thing with Porsche. But it's so an Impala. Yeah, right. Uh, you remember when you had an Impala? I didn't have an Impala. What did you have? Did I? No, I had a Malibu. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. dad just texted me about that. He's like, you should check out the Malibu. I was like, Buns hated his. Yeah. Um, so wait, here's my question. Yeah. I, I thought about this. I was like, um, if you fly with Bill Burr. Yeah. Do you think he flies coach? Definitely not. I think he does. No. I bet he does. No, he doesn't. I bet he does. No, he's, he flies in the front of the plane for sure. You think? 100%. 100%. I thought about that. He definitely flies first. So why like, why did you like think that? about like, that? I don't know. I, I thought about this when we first started this trip. I was like, I'm glad it's Tom and not Bill because I'm sure Bill wouldn't want to sit in first class, like Why? He'd, be, well, he'd want to, but like he would never. I don't know. Bill seems like that kind of guy. He just is like he's like ah, dude, no. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. No, I think he's up. He's unassuming and unpretentious. Yep, but definitely would be up there. Louis Louis definitely a first class guy. Private. Oh, is he playing fine private? He, he plays private. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, what's the threshold? You think Tosh flies private? I know he does. For real? I flew with him private. What? Yeah. Oh, Las Vegas or Boston? Vegas. God damn it! But he fly. He's been flying only private for like. He asked six, me to do a, a feature date for him one time, and I turned it down. So I was like, I was like, ah, I think I'm bigger than that. Like I don't want to. 
I mean, and I now I regret it. Knowing what? that I would have flown in a jet with him. I'm sure he's got like an assistant. Yeah, he does. Fucking five dogs. Two. Two. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. I ran into him. I ran into him at the store, and I was like, I think I said this. I don't know if I said this or not. But I, th- I was like, hey, do you mind if I take in a vacation at your house? He was like, sure, come on down, whatever. And I was like, no, I want to bring my kids. I wouldn't like, like, so not his vibe. Yeah. Uh, I saw him about two months ago at the improv. Yeah. And he goes, how's the weight loss thing going? And I go, uh, I go, good, will you tweet out Bird is fat? And he goes, good to see you. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. He's a really he interesting around. guy. Uh, he's so funny, though. You know, uh, Big J doesn't know him. Well, yeah, because... It's so crazy to me, though, that we know Big J, we know Tosh, and they don't know each other. You mean they've never met? Never met. But that doesn't strike me as odd at all. Really? No. Cause he, you like, think Daniel Tosh and Louis C.K. know each other? Yes. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Definitely. I'm saying that the, the J thing doesn't strike me as odd because I know J mostly, up until very recently, has spent almost exclusively all his time on the East Coast. So oh, yeah. and Daniel's been out here for fifteen plus years. So it just you should plan a party at Tasha's house. I like this idea. Do you think he'll be into it though, or no? Yeah, let's yeah. start it. That's all you got to do is start it. And should you just have people do tweet like a him? Sunday party? Do a Sunday party out at his house. Mm-hmm. I think he's. If I'm not mistaken, he's got a mansion in Malibu on the beach. I, I don't Paddle know. Boards, been. surfboards. How many people do you want to come to this? A lot. I, I, I would prefer. 15, 20. Oh, like a pretty modest size. Like, party. Yeah, intimate. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> me, obviously, well, we're going to bring our kids because they'll love the beach. Yeah. We're not going to fucking do a day where we have to get sitters where we could have, let them um, run out Tosh's house. Hashtag Sunday Tosh party? Yeah, hashtag Sunday Tosh party. Me, you push, Ellis, Georgia, Isla, Leanne. Cool. We got seven right there. Uh, invite Duncan, he's a single. Yeah. Duncan will come out, bring Joey, Mercy, and and, uh, and uh, Terry. So now we're at what? We're at 12, 11? Yeah. Who else? Who would be fun? Hmm. <sighs> Ari's, really like in, your, Ari's uh... in Egypt or wherever. Oh, yeah, he can't come. And he's so, not invited. Yeah, he's not invited because he's a welcher. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, bring Voltron. Of course. Voltron will be great. And they're buddies. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. buddies. Voltron. Tommy Johnigan. Let's bring Tommy Johnigan, his wife, and his kid. So, should we thank him? Tosh? For hosting the party. You know what? He's going to be so busy, like, yeah. putting salads together. I mean, stuff. like, even now, thank you for letting us come over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it should be a surprise party. Oh, where we just show up and we're uh, like surprise hey, hey, we're here we're going to party at your at your mansion he would love that he seems like the kind of guy to be like this is the best idea ever I bet I bet I'm not even fucking around yeah. I bet if we came in with camera crew yeah and we filmed a surprise party for him I yeah. bet it would go on a show I would like to take action on this bet <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would hate it so much so okay so we start with Fultron reaching out to him and going, hey, are you home today? And he's yeah. like, yes. And then we go, all right, posse assembled. Yeah. We get, I guarantee you, if we got Rogan and uh, Stanhope, yeah. Bingo, Chai Shank, Greg Shaley. Uh, the party just got way bigger, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rogan's not going to bring his kids. <laughs> Rogan's not going to bring his kids. 
No, we'll bring Rogan as well. Okay, so now we got 25. I guarantee you if we showed up with cameras and did a surprise party for Tosh, it would go viral on his show. Yeah. New, a brand new way to do surprise parties where everyone shows up at your house and goes, surprise, we're here to party. I'm trying to wrap my we head around seven how in the We do it at 7 in the morning. Be. Yeah. We do it at 7 in the morning. He would tell us to go fuck ourselves. No, he wouldn't. Ugh. Do you have his number? I, here, I have something better. You got what? Is this call his assistant. Manager's number? Let's call his assistant. You ready? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's see what he says. Okay. Here, put it on the mic. Yeah. Andrew, I can't answer my phone right now. All right. Didn't answer. Oh, is that who I think it is? Yeah. I didn't know he re- worked with him, too. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll call Tosh. I cannot. I, I'm so... You don't think... I, oh, please I, call. Please. I think Tosh would love it. This is the best. I'm so excited to hear him rip this idea to, to shreds. Ooh. Watch out, watch out. What if Nick Swartzen answers? Is it... Really? It's Malibu. Oh. I might have the old numbers. Is this what number you have for him? I don't have his number. Oh. I said we just plan it. Yeah, I mean, it, seems, it sounds like you have it pretty well thought out. It'd be fun as fuck. Barbecue also? Oh, yeah, we're showing up. We're showing up. With everything. Oh, yeah. Kegs? Oh, hardcore. Kegs? That means that you're new? He didn't drink. I'll bring Tito's and soda. Yeah. We'll You've do- had a few today. I might be the only one drinks in that whole group. How many Tito's or sodas have you had today? Two. <laughs> Three? Four? What do you think? Uh, I think I can put it together. I think it was... Eight. I think it's eight, yeah. Yeah, but it not. I don't, I don't sound hammered, right? No. How do you feel, though? Perfect. Really? Yeah, I want... I'm going to... Right now, I'm going to Tom Papa's house to do a podcast... I'm running my Conan set on podcasts because I believe that that's how you should run sets if you're going to panel. I believe that. I don't think doing a set is going to help with that. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. So I'm doing a bunch of podcasts. Kira Sultanovich. Now, wait. Are you going to have him, for instance, I'm gonna set tell, you up? I'm going to tell him very candidly. I want to tell you the story, but please let's make it conversational. Yeah. Like, yeah, just do it. Just do it. Make it very conversational. Interrupt me. Change it. Ask me any question. I want to be, like, kind of thrown off. And I want to keep it under seven minutes. Very cool that Tom did this. What are you looking at? I got a text from his assistant. What do you say? He's in a meeting. He called me back ASAP. I hope he calls say before. calls now. I'm sitting with Burke Reiser. Hold <laughs> um, on. Okay. Let's call full charge. Full charge up now. He will laugh so hard at this nonsense please call full charge hey w- will you guys please reach out to Tosh mm-hmm. don't well, I guess it's better a surprise party is better you know what let him know it's gonna happen yeah but tell him he'll never know the day yeah be like are you excited for the Sunday Tosh party so don't say even Sunday just say are you excited are you which excited? Sunday which Sunday do you think the Sunday Tosh surprise party will happen well, it's gonna be really tough because I'm working the next 18 Sundays in a row it's the most depressing thing you've said in 48 uh, hours. Well, I want to make $2 million a year also. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> Do 
do you like that I that I inflate everything? Everybody? Yes, because I run into I people. Everyone, you know, I, I, I do it sincerely. People I go. This uh, house is three million dollars. I don't know why. And then you go. Uh, people go like. I heard, you, way, I heard you do like five thousand seats. I'm like, what? They do a five thousand seat place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, that's what Bert said. And I go, okay. It's like when. Uh, you call him full charge? No, my mom said, is Tom Segura at Ruth Eckerd Hall? Yes. And I said, yes. I didn't say yes. I'm trying to call full charge. My brain's not working perfectly. Maybe it'd be those eight or no? Uh, no. You want me to do it? No. Uh, full. Full charge. This will be fantastic. I guarantee you it would get on Tosh.0. Let's, uh, let's run it. Matt knows him well. Let's, let's run this whole idea by him. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you there? What's up? Hey. Mark, where? Uh, no, nothing. I, I'm sorry. I was trying to make sure. Hey, so I'm sitting with Buns. We're doing a podcast. But we're talking about... Tell me what you think about this idea. I'm going to soft sell to you. But Tom and I are thinking about throwing a surprise party for Tosh where we show up to his house. What do you? How do you think he'd react? <laughs> I think he would be fucking pissed. <laughs> Dude. Okay, okay, hold on, Dude. hold on, hold on, hold on. I just soft sold it. Let me hard sell it. Let me hard sell it. Yeah, tell me the amount of people, too. So it's going to be about 25 people. Okay, yeah. here's here's the group. It's me, Tom, Bo, our wives and our kids. Rogan, his wife, his kid. Joey Diaz, his wife, his kid. You. You. Yeah. And that's it, right? And then and then we show up. I mean, this is Bert's, 100% Bert's idea, uh, just to be clear. Uh, and then we show up with barbecue and some booze and, and we go hey we want to hang out here and, and use your paddle boards and like what what percentage chance do you think that he enjoys that i think it's a great idea all you guys need to know is his address so good luck yeah <laughs> hey can you give that to us real quick <laughs> yeah let me hook you up <laughs> you fucking asshole! <laughs> I think it would be a great segment for his show. I I'm gonna pitch it to his producers. Hilarious. I don't want to be the guy that makes it happen. Okay, wait. Who's my question is? Who's the guy that knocks on the door? Do you guys want to call Chris Fairbanks? Chris Fairbanks. He might be able to help you. I can't. All right. Uh, this would be very funny. It would be fucking great. It'd be very funny. For the record, I think it's a terrible idea. No, <laughs> yeah, it won't be. It won't be funny because he's like, "Cool, come in." It'll be funny because he's like, "No." Like, by the way, by the way, very unhappy. It would. Be, you think he'd be unhappy? Yeah. For definitely. real. Definitely. If you don't think people showed up at your house? I would love it. I would love right, it. Bad example. Bad example. <laughs> yeah. If twenty-five people showed up at Tasha's house, yeah, he wouldn't like it. I would fucking love it. You don't think there's a part of him that would be like, oh, this is like a trust fall. <laughs> guys, 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 wait till I get a little bit more money in the bank, and then we can do this joke. <laughs> All right, but right now, it's not a fun prank for me. It's No, it's going viral. It's going to go viral, and then he'll have to talk about it on his show. Uh-huh. Dude, I'm starting this. I'm, it's going to happen. Now, obviously... You guys need to focus on different ways to be successful. No, this is going to happen. This is I'm going to put this out there and it's going on my podcast and people are and people are going to want to see the look on his face when we show up and it's 25 people and we're like surprise. Happy Sunday. Yeah. Hey, where right. your, where where's where's your bathroom? <laughs> right. No, it's a good idea. Yeah. I yeah, I mean You guys are right, you're right. I mean, I think solidly there's there there's a pretty good chance that um 
one of us gets murdered, maybe assaulted by him. No. Yeah. He's so skinny. We could both tickle for him. Listen, physically, you guys are going to be fine. Yeah. Career-wise, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Your career's going to be better off. Oh, much better off. Dude, this is going to uh, blow us up. You guys, you guys are going to be good. It's, hey. you know, it's me. I don't see what I gain out of it. Because <laughs> it's like your prank. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then I'll be the one the knocking on the door. I think... I think I think Bert knocking is ideal. one person uh, knock on your door for a 25-person surprise party... And then that'll be the new thing. That'll be the next uh, Tosh.0 trust fall viral video is surprise parties for people that don't want surprise parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get, I get the humor in all this. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, get, I get the joke. By the way, by the way, I guarantee you, all my children, if Joey Diaz or Rogan was the one to knock on the door, Tosh would totally smile. He'd be like, ah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> You're guaranteeing that? But with me knocking on the door, you know, Toss is going to be like, yeah, I, I, and he'll literally shut the door and go back to watching TV or meditating <laughs> or surfing or whatever the fuck, it, banging 10. I don't think he would ever forgive me for that. All right. Uh, I'm going to set it up, okay? There's other people that can help you. Uh, Fairbanks. Yeah. All right. I'm calling her right now. All right, dude. All right. Later. Me. Bye. I think that would be fucking hilarious. Wait, I'm, I'm texting his assistant. Hold on, okay? Tell him to call us. And tell him to keep it on the DL. Hey, we should call Rogan. And thank him. Yeah. By the way, for those of you that... Uh-oh, Beverly Hills, who's this? It's Tosh. Hello? Hi, it's Armin from Dr. Kadan's office. Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Uh, It's my cardiologist. Thank you very much. I will do that. Hey, thank you very much. All right, bye. Okay, so I I just... Liver uh, and cholesterol elevated, but nothing to be concerned about. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, according to Andrew. Yeah. I said, Bert wants to do a surprise party at Tasha's house. He wants to show up with 25 people. <laughs> I said, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad of an idea is that? And he said, you need a new scale, bat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call Rogan. <laughs> Wait, do you really think he wouldn't enjoy like you Like, I know he's got a sense of humor. Yeah. Like, you you don't think part of him would be like, this is fucking ridiculously funny. Maybe if he stood back and looked at it, but no, I don't think so. Not in the moment, for sure. So if we got Andrew to, like, if we got Andrew to, like, dial into this and help us figure oh, out... Oh, he day, would not. Why wouldn't he? You oh, think he really? Oh, please. Is he podcasting right now? Probably working out or writing or sh- your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system five 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 seven two seven eight three eight three I can't believe I can't believe Tosh wouldn't find this fucking I'm breakfast. telling him right now okay all right so we load it well let's call Bill Burr 
Do you think Burr would be in on that? Burr would think this is a terrible idea. I, think it's, I don't it's think you really understand how idea. bad of an idea this is. I think. I think. I, are you being serious right now? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. First of all, just for the record, yeah. I would hate if this happened to me. Personally. Okay, for the record, I would fucking love this. You really think so? Yes. I bet I bet Bill would think it was fucking hilarious. I'm going to call him. Oh, my God. I don't think he's going to like this. He's going to love it. If we did it to Bill. We'll, no we'll, way. You don't think Bill would like it? Fuck no, he wouldn't like this. All right. Hey, Bill, I'm with Tom uh, Segura, and I want to run an idea past you. I want your honest opinion, okay? By the way, I'm on my podcast. So, um, so... You're on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, we're, I'm, we're in a car. We just got so back. I'm on the podcast right now. Am I on the podcast right now? Yeah, I'm already feeling this. Uh, it's not going to go well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just by the way... That's not how this business works. Just so you... Call the person's people first. Yeah. Just fucking with you. Right. What's up, podcast people? How are you? So, Bill... Yeah, really, you, really hear him out on this one, Bill. So, how would Tom, you... you sound like you have a lot of faith in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big believer. How would you react if I showed up to your house with 25 people? Rogan, Joey Diaz, our kids, Tom's kids, Tom and Christina, my wife, my kids. And I threw a surprise party for you at your house where we showed up with groceries and we threw a party on a Sunday. Would you go, everyone needs to leave, or would you let us throw a party at your house? Well, I wouldn't be rude, but I definitely would have a what the fuck conversation. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. This is the next level. This is the next wait, level. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Bill. Don't do this. this that's, that's what I would do. My wife would be like, who are these people? Get them out of here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wow, you, you guys sound so unreasonable. Now, uh, Bert is really pitching the idea of of doing this to Daniel Tosh and how do you think that will go over oh uh, I, I don't know I mean does he like a nice practical joke like that I mean nope it, the funny thing is you're going over you're throwing him a surprise party but everyone's going to go party at his giant house well I want to go Bur- Wait, he wants to go yeah yeah Burr wants to go oh, but okay so so now it's 26 no but here's the thing what 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 Bert is essentially pitching is what he wants people to do to him. See, he would love this, but literally nobody that I can think of would enjoy this. Well, certainly not twenty five people. <laughs> twenty five people to go over to Bert Kreischer's house. Oh. Is this a paid gig? Do I have to pretend to like Bert Kreischer? <laughs> I, I need at least some spot money. So wait, wait, would you be interested, you and Nia, doing it with Tosh, with me, Joe Rogan? Joey Diaz, Tom Segura, and our wives and our families, and Matt Bolton. Well, my wife still hasn't given birth, so I don't think she wants to be part of some giant practical joke. I think uh, we've got to have the kid first, and then we have to see what happens after that. I'll so. organize it, but are you in? As far as what? I, I don't know that I know Daniel Tosh well enough to be part of this if he fucking has a meltdown. That, no, no, don't worry. I'm, I'm the one that knocks on the door. Don't uh, the surprise is gone, by the way, now that you've done this on the podcast. I'm going to go out on a limb and say someone's going to ruin it and tweet it to him. No, the, oh, no, the, yeah. point, the point of this, Bill, is that is that it goes out there. He realizes it's going to happen, so we brace him for it. And then one random Sunday, 25 people show up at his door and go, surprise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> is, he gated, is he a gated community guy? Because you might have to have 25 people going over a gate like the end of Scarface. I think... 
want to be all Hollywood here. I got to go into an edit room up right. there and stare at the same scene for fucking four hours <laughs> and figure this out. All right, we'll talk to you All later. Right, See you, buddy. Thank you for the call. Good thank you, buddy. You talk to you later. Joke. I'm in. Baby. All right, perfect. Thank you. So now we got Bill Burr. You know Rogan will do it. Stan Hope will fly out. And we'll just and now, now this is a warning to Tosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, I mean, it's, it's, happening. So, I mean I'm, it's happening on a Sunday. I'm telling you, as as far as every Sunday, people get fucking ready. As far as people that you want feeling like. This way, <laughs> this unknown surprise, how it's going to affect him. I think, yeah, I think he's possibly the worst person to put this That's warning out great. to. Yeah. That's yeah, why it's great. Yeah. And we'll, what we'll do is I'll reach out to Charlie, is, I think, is uh, uh, the guy that does that show with him, uh-huh. Tosh.0. Yeah. And I'll reach out to him and say, just give me your heads up. We're giving Tosh a surprise party. Yeah. And we'll get his film crew. He'll pay for it. <laughs> His production budget. Mm. I think he's going to fucking love it. Really? I, I, I honestly, I'm telling you right now, I will say this wholeheartedly. Yeah. A hundred people know Daniel Tosh the way I know Daniel Tosh. A hundred? A hundred people in this world know him the way I know him. There are a hundred people that can knock on that door that can get him to smile. I'm one of those hundred. I guarantee you. Really? I, dude, I'm telling you when I say this. And I'm I'm saying this wholeheartedly. Had we lived near each other, we'd be best friends. He loves me, loves me. Man, these these are you're you're really big statements. Eight fucking Tito's in. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. I think it might be the Tito's talking. It might a little be bit. the Tito's. Might be the, But like, I guarantee you, if me, you, and him lived near each other, yeah, we'd spend every day together, every fucking day together. Um. All right. What? What's is what? Are, what's our notes? I was trying to get his, his assistant to call. He's in this meeting still. Uh-huh. So I'm just up here on the right. So we got to wrap this up, man. That was super fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Our half podcast, too. Yeah. Um, any notes? Anything? No, it was a blast. Uh, a great dinner. I got to thank Carl and Roland. Yeah, dude. Uh, the thank Mad you, Cuban. guys. You find, the, find the Mad Cuban. I, I've told you this. By the way, what? the first time I came here, my driver ran into your fucking gate. Did cool, you, man. Did you no. Are you Ooh, being serious? I'm being dead serious. He hit it? He ran into it hard as fuck. It works, so. Wait, why? He was trying to get himself to the dial thing. Jesus, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Just give me your heads up. Um, uh, follow the Mad Cuban and Roland on inst- on uh, Twitter and Instagram. They were the ones that hooked us up at the dinner last night. Was that, Where was our dinner at? It was House of Prime Rib. Did you call him? No. He's like, I'm still in this meeting. Tell him to get out, step out, and call. I told him, go say, go take a shit. And he goes, I can't. I'll just text him. I go, I'm thinking about leaving UTA. To who? Andrew. Okay. Are we going? Yeah, we got to go. All right. Um, It was fun, man. I had a good time with you. I had a good time, too. We should do this more often. We definitely should. Give that speech again real quick about how people should take some time and... Yeah, don't you? You can't just you can't just work, work, work all the time like Rihanna says. You have to uh, enjoy yourself and like have fun. You got to do shit that's fun for no other reason than just to have fun. So make sure you don't just work and think about you know uh, serious shit all the time. Go pick a friend, grab a friend, go do something fun, enjoy your life. And um, I can't wait to do something like this again, man. Let's do it again. Yeah. Let's you, me, Tosh, we'll have a great time. Yeah. Well, we're doing a surprise party. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Love you, Tommy. I love you, buddy.
This episode was brought to you by The Machine.